0: The last word on business.
1: With Fitzgerald Power. Providing tailored accounting services to meet your business's needs. Fitzgeraldpower.ie So Ian Guider, what problem does the owner of Ernest and Brown Thomas have with the idea of a car-free city centre in Dublin?
0: Evening, Matt. Well, it says if this plan by Dublin City Centre for its new transport plan goes ahead in its current proposed form, then it will substantially affect the ability to grow its business, Brown Thomas says, and grow its employment in its stores. And remember, they are, Brown Thomas and arnott's the two biggest retailers in Dublin City Centre, on the south side and on the north side. So they are a substantial employer. They are a substantial voice in the business community. And I think it is worth listening to it. They've written to Dublin City City Council, along with many hundreds of people who have had their views on this new transport plan, which Brown Thomas claims will remove about two-thirds of all cars coming into Dublin city centre and as I said in the letter the chief executive Brown Thomas says it will substantially affect our ability to continue to invest and grow employment in our stores it says that if accessing the city centre becomes burdensome it will dissuade many visitors entirely it also has concerns about plans to take cars and lorries off the keys because I said that will affect the ability to get its stock into its stores for uh, during the day for delivery so it does have have a number of issues with this plan, Matt, and I know a lot of people, and you've had county councillors on, that who've been talking about getting rid of cars out of Dublin City to make it for environmental reasons, and for very many other reasons, growing public transport. But you have to look at the state of Dublin City Centre right now. Many companies, or many retailers, are only just getting back to pre-pandemic levels of trading. There's still an awful lot of people working from home. That's affecting footfall. And do we really want to see the state of Dublin City Centre worsening by taking so many cars off the road that people say it's just not worth my while going into the city centre to shop or to eat or to go to the cinema whatever it is we'll go to the suburban areas where we can drive and get parking in the big shopping centres out there so we are at risk of turning Dublin city centre into a no-go zone if we go ahead with some of these plans. I know some people say, well, that's just hyping up things and you're echoing the voice of two big companies or a big company that has a lot of skin in this game. But anybody who has seen the state of Dublin city centre in the last number of months, and you go back to what happened in November as well, you need more people into the city centre. We do want people to come in with public transport. That's not feasible for many people, and it's not feasible, Matt, for people coming up from outside Dublin. And So if you want to grow city centre retail and have all the amenities that you have, we're going to have to accept the fact that you may need cars coming into it. And I think BT and Arnett's are right about this.
1: Okay, I think that's something we're going to have to come back and debate more on the programme uh, in the future. But let's talk about other things now. And uh, tell us about your fears for the potential reopening of Tarramines, Ian.
0: Yeah, there's been a lot of reporting in the last couple of days, particularly by my business post colleague, Domo McNamee, about the plan that's on the table from management of Tower Mines, which temporarily ceased production last July. Management of the company, it's a Finnish company called Baleiden, they have come up with a restructuring plan that was put to unions in the last couple of weeks. About 650 people were employed by Tower Mines prior to the shutdown. And under this plan, Matt, about 200 jobs, full-time jobs, would go. For the remaining staff at Tower Mines, there would be a pay freeze this year. There would also be changes to how the mine operates on a monthly basis. So there would be perhaps three weeks out of four, there would be production going ahead and perhaps there'd be one week's downturn. There'd be changes to ship patterns. There'd be retraining and reskilling across the company. This plan was put to unions representing staff in the last couple of weeks and staff have rejected it. They say that this is an attempt to undermine workers out there by putting the fear into them that if you don't agree to this and these sweeping changes then jobs will go. What the company are saying is they've done an analysis looking at 100 mines around the world and have worked out that the cost of keeping tower mines running is in the top 5% of those mines. So they say it's very expensive to operate. They're in the market right now where demand for their product has gone down. The price of zinc, which is extracted from tower mines, has fallen over the last number of years. That's why they temporarily cease production, and if they are to have a sustainable business in the next couple of years, and they've given a commitment to extract zinc from tar over the next decade, they say that instead of having a stop-start production, they need to take some of the costs out, and therefore, that's the only way that they can keep the mine going on a sustainable basis. Unions have said that they are prepared to do industrial action, or they're prepared to seek uh, approval for industrial action. It was in front of the Workplace Relations Commission today, Matt, and I think this is a story that we really should be paying a little bit more attention to. I wrote about it myself yesterday. This is a very big employer up in Navan and in the Mead area. There's lots of people who work there for a long, long time. They're very well-paid jobs. And I think the company are saying, look, the only future it has And the only future it can has on a sustainable basis is to bring down the cost base and that would involve very painful job cuts if you're the unions out there matt i can understand why they don't want to see one of out of every three jobs go but you have to think if you can save two out of two out of every three jobs and have a plan for the next decade to keep the mine operating surely that is better than losing a very important local supplier. Lots of people in the area. I know work for it, are very concerned about that. This story hasn't gotten a lot of attention the way some of the other tech job losses have in the last couple of months. But this is a big company locally and lots of people's livelihoods depend on it.
1: Ian Guider from the Business Post. Thank you. The last
0: word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from four thirty. Today